here we go, here we go, here we go. Welcome in, everybody, to Hotel Room de Hefri. Also, Hotel Room de Hellman. This may be the second or third to last report while I'm here in Oxnard. I am actually going to end up flying out tomorrow after their, what they're going to call a practice, but a walkthrough. Uh, the Cowboys have changed the way that they refer to the walkthroughs now. It actually says walkthrough on their website as opposed to Wednesday where it said mock game, which is a walkthrough. So now, fans, you should know what to expect. If you are coming to tomorrow's, quote, practice, you are coming to a walkthrough. It is not going to be padded up. It is not going to be a full hour and a half to two-hour deal. It is going to be a walkthrough. That's what they're going to do tomorrow. Jeff, are you watching this Hall of Fame game? I surely am. Jeff, are you going to need a DD tonight? I surely am not. Your boy has not really been drinking the last uh, few days. Um, but I'm here with the practice report. Captain's Log, Thursday, August 4th, 2022. Jalen Tolbert. Had himself a nice little day today. Uh, Jalen Tolbert, in, not only in one-on-ones, but in 11-on-11, uh, Jalen Tolbert was making plays all over the field. Dig route, bomb skis in the one-on-one session. Jalen Tolbert finally had his first day where he was making a bunch of plays. And you go, whoop, whoop. Uh, were you at Jerry's party? I was at Jerry's party. That was last night. I went there. Uh, I was the driver for a few people, and we had a good time. We had a lovely time. I ended up sitting in a chair next to the rail at Nobu and Malibu, staring and watching the water. I'm not here for the fancy people stuff. Not about that life. But Jalen Tolbert, first big day. How are the D-line and O-line looking, especially Steele? I'm worried about him. That is from my buddy Formula, who is one of the MVPs of YouTube.com slash Jeff Kavanaugh. Uh, D-line and O-line kind of been going back and forth. Like today, I felt like when they did one-on-ones, which they did for the first time, which is what everybody always loves, is when you see wide receivers and DBs line up and go one-on-one, uh, the offense won. And they're kind of supposed to, because if you've got a corner covering a wide receiver all by himself, um, and they're lined up out wide to the left and they can go literally anywhere on the field, it's, it can be tough. Uh, it can be tough for a corner to do that, but at the same time, they do play a lot of man defense, so you're going to be asked to do that a decent amount. So, in that period, I felt like the offense won. In the team stuff today, I felt like the defense was the winner. Fish is live right now. He ain't even out of here. He went home. But I'm about to go home, too. Kilgore in here in the super chat. Love it. He says, what's up? I like offense win because defense is so much better. Yeah, offense was nice. Um, Another thing going on with the receiver room, other than Jalen Tolbert making some big plays, and not just against anybody. Like, he was making some plays against Trayvon Diggs. Trayvon Diggs was on the struggle bus a little bit in the one-on-one period. First, he got beat by Simi Sihoko, who ran by him around the outside and then kind of bent to a post and just ran by him. Uh, and then Diggs got into a little bit of a shouting match with DB coach Al Harris. Don't yell at me. 
uh, where he was telling him, how do you like get your hands on him? And he was like, oh, he's three yards off the line. And he's like, get your hands on him. And he's like, he's three yards off the line. And then they got together and they got over it. Uh, the wide receiver depth chart is going to be tough to figure out right now. And they could always still bring in help. But if they don't, uh, like Jalen Tolbert and CeeDee Lamb's obvious, right? That's receivers one and two. That's your starting F. That's your starting Z. The Right now, the starting X is still Dennis Houston. As far as when the first team lines up and takes snaps with Dak, it's still Dennis Houston. I do think if it were a real game, that would be Noah Brown. That's just not the position that he's working at right now. He's working at CD's position with the twos. Uh, but Noah Brown is either the second or third best receiver out here. He's actually looks like slimmed down a little bit, lost a little bit of weight. He's moving really, really well. And Noah Brown is making plays every single day. Now, I guess it's not often that a year, what is he in now? His sixth year, maybe fifth or sixth year. It's not often that a player in that year shows up and all of a sudden becomes an NFL starter and becomes a quality wide receiver. But Noah Brown looks really good out here. He's balling. Who has a better chance of having a starting role, Vasher or Joseph? Um, I guess Vasher, but neither. Audio sounds a little funny or am I bugging? I hope it doesn't. It should be going through my AirPods. I hope. Uh, I could have gone over to all the equipment, but I actually opted not to. I'm new to this and definitely enjoy your content. What and how do the questions at the dollar amount next to it work? Thanks. Oh, that's the super chat on YouTube. Um, I would assume it's not hard to figure out, but I don't know because I'm on this end of it. And so I'm not sure. Well, what else did they say? Offensive and defensive line. Uh, I think the offensive line is looking okay. Terrence Steele is having his down moments. Um, Tyler Smith, I think, is looking pretty good, especially for where you are right now. I think he's going to be okay at left guard. The Yeah, the real wild card on this offensive line, I think, is going to be at right tackle. And what does uh, Terrence Steele look like? He's, he's winning some and he's losing some. Mm-mm. Do you think the offense is going to be able to stretch the field with the current roster? Oh, that's what a lot of today was actually throwing uh, was throwing deep balls, one on ones, and they also kind of made an effort to do that when they went into team. But there was a lot of one on ones in the um, in the or a lot of deep balls in the one on one session. Dak was airing that bad boy out, and who did I say? Where's my one on one stuff? Hey. Uh, Trayvon got beat by oh Simi on the first touchdown, CD on the second touchdown. Uh, so yeah, Dalton Schultz has been really good out here too, really good and really consistent. He is better than people give him credit for, and. That is it. Audio just low and muffled. I wonder why. Is it because my laptop? Is it because it's not going through where I think it's going through? Let's check settings. Audio. AirPods. Hmm. Interesting. That way my AirPods do well. New guy from USFL. How's he looking? That is a good question. I would say that Cavante Turpin's going to make the team. When they go out there and they are doing the... Um, punt return, 
he is currently the only one back there. One of the days, a few days ago, Jalen Tolbert was back there and Cavante Turpin was back there. But uh, today and yesterday, it was just Cavante Turpin back there. He was working today with the running backs on a few things. Uh, so, yeah, Cavante Turpin, I think, is going to make the team. So you can bank on C.D. Lamb, Jalen Tolbert, Noah Brown, Cavante Turpin, and then you've got your battle, Simi, Vasher, um, Dennis Houston, a few different guys. A few different guys. What's your thoughts on kicker? My thoughts on kicker is that Bones Fossil wants Garibay to be the starting kicker, but um, he's getting outperformed every day. Today, 10 of 11 was Lyrum and 7 of 12 was Garibay. So Jonathan Garibay has been getting outkicked pretty much every day with the exception of one day. And maybe when the lights come on and they get in a game situation, it'll be different. But so far, Garibay has been getting outkicked. And um, do, 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 do. Jeff only has three likes. Is that true? If that's true, you guys, please hit the like button for the algorithm. Yeah, they could definitely bring in another kicker, but there's only so many kicks that they kick each day. So until, I mean, the coordinator wants the Texas Tech kid to be the kicker, so they're not going to send him home yet. They're going to keep giving him chances. And unless he doesn't get better, like, I still think he's going to be the guy. Thoughts on Recon Jenkins being available? Who's that? Is that supposed to be? Let me see. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I don't know who that's supposed to be. I'm sorry. Mm -mm -mm -mm. Audio is really bad. Oh, Tevin Jenkins. Uh, I think when it goes bad that quickly for somebody, that that is usually a sign that um, you probably don't want him. All right. I'm going to come over here, and I'm going to see if midstream – I can switch audio sources. There's going to be at least one or two people who are going to be like, this is not a professional broadcast, and there are other options for us to listen to, and if you can't do it better than this, I'll go over there. And to them I say, do what you do. Settings. Audio. Check, check. Check, 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 check. Is this better? Did I get it switched over successfully? Did I get it changed? It says audio is now on the roadcaster, which is this microphone. Way better. All right. Here we go. Let's start over. Noah Brown kicking ass in camp. Um, Jalen Tolbert, really good day today. Dak throwing the deep ball well today, probably for the first time in camp, at least consistently. The uh, Texas Tech kid is getting beat in the kickoff again, but they would like him to win. Offensive and defensive line is still kind of tough uh, to evaluate on the whole because they're not going to call sacks and all of those different things. But Osa's had his moments. Uh, today, I would say Terrell Basham had his moments. Sam Williams, Dante Fowler, 
Hank has a lot of moments. Uh, so unprofessional, Jeff. I'm leaving as soon as you are done. <laughs> if Brown has another good year, do we re-sign him? Maybe, if he stays affordable. And so far, the league doesn't seem to appreciate how well and consistently Anthony Brown plays, so he may get to stay yours forever. You never know. Uh, let me pay the bills right quick, my friends, by telling you that Bet Online is the fastest and easiest way to wager on all your favorite sports, contests, and events with first-to-market odds and lines. Find reviews and news for every league, including Major League Baseball, NFL, NBA, NHL, combat sports, esports, and even golf. Bet Online continues to be the top online resource for all your sports information from live in-game betting props and futures. Head to Bet Online today or use your mobile device to join today and make your first sports bet. Use our promo code Believe50, B-L-E-A-V-5-0, to receive your 50% welcome bonus on your first deposit. Bet Online, where the game starts. All right, what else do you guys want to know about? Thank you, Formula. Super says he would never leave the channel. It's the absolute best. Will Basham be on the team? That is a good question. Uh, I think there's room for him. Hey, Jeff, Sands Turpin, which wide receivers play with the most speed? Uh, CD's plenty fast, but you don't think of him as a burner. Noah Brown's moving really well out here, but you don't think of him as a burner. Simi, when he was running by Diggs today in one-on-ones, was freaking scooting. Uh, Vasher's not a burner. Uh, Dennis Houston, to me, doesn't seem like a burner, just more of like a fluid guy. So I guess Simi? How did Dontario Drummond look? So glad he's back. Dontario Drummond wears number 19. He's a wide receiver that is a rookie undrafted free agent, I believe. Uh, and I got to tell you, it was his first day in pads doing all this stuff, and Dontario Drummond looked good. I thought that dude looked fairly explosive, really smooth, and I wonder, uh, I wonder if he's got a chance to end up making the team very early because he just started. But I thought that he looked very promising. I was pleasantly surprised with him. All right, everybody, make sure you're mashing that like button and ask me all your questions. Devin Harper, Watkins, Hooker, Curse. Uh, J-Ron Curse looks great. One-on-ones, he blankets people. When they went 11-on-11 and he was covering tight ends, he blankets people. Jaron Curse looks great. Devin Harper in the one-on-ones actually covered Tony Pollard on a deep ball and stayed right with him. That's your, what, fifth-round linebacker out of Oklahoma State, so he's had some nice plays out here. Carlos Watkins is just steady. Uh, Malik Hooker has also just been steady as the guy who's been playing deep and the offense hasn't been really throwing deep a ton. Malik Hooker hasn't been all that involved. There was one deep ball that was thrown up for Tolbert down the field, and Hooker didn't actually get there, but I think it was Anthony Brown in coverage that made the play and batted it down. Can you talk about the two running back sets that were run today? Yeah, they are doing some of the stuff where they will run like an offset eye formation, and it was Tony Pollard as the guy deep straight behind Dak, and offset in front of him would be Zeke Elliott and then their fourth and short stuff uh, against in 11 on 11. They actually ran a play like that. And Zeke was the lead blocker and the play worked out. So that was good. Zeke looks pretty hefty. I think he looks fine. Like Zeke does. He looks fine. Uh, just Tony Pollard looks so freaking good, dude. Tony Pollard looks so freaking good. 
So good. Do you need a mod, brother? Yeah, I don't know. What do mods do on a channel? I don't know. I'll make everybody a mod. You think by the end of preseason game two, they figure out if they really need a veteran help at receiver? Yeah, I think that is what they're going to do. I think they're going to give a preseason week, maybe even two. And, well, after two in a league where you only get three preseason games, it might be a little bit late. But they're going to try to figure out as quick as they can what they've got in their young wide receivers by giving them a ton of practice reps and some game reps and see what they got. And if they feel like they got to go do something, then they will. Like in today's earlier video, I gave you four names that I think could make sense. Because what you're looking for is guys on a depth chart that are fourth or fifth on the team they're at that would be third or fourth on your depth chart. And then you trade a late-round pick, and you make that stuff happen. I think they'll run a lot of 21 and 12 personnel in the first couple of games. That is possible. I'm just, it's not real clear who the second tight end is. Um, you would hope it would be Jake Ferguson, or at least they would. But I think right now it's probably Sean McEwen. Mods can ban people. Be careful giving that power. Yeah. So basically you're saying that uh, Formula and Kilgore should be my mods. My ballers. Why is Anthony Barr on PUP? There's a nice question. Anthony Barr is on PUP because they just want to slow ramp him up into taking place in an actual practice. So uh, my understanding is it's not that there's anything wrong. It's just that they're going to build him up and then put him in practice. Uh, but it is concerning to me that... Uh, I'm not concerning. Just the way that just the way McCarthy talked about Barr today and the fact that it's $2 million for one year made me dial back my expectations for Anthony Barr that the knee's probably tricky and he's probably not going to play a ton of snaps. He'll just be in uh, when they run certain packages and certain rush things. Benny, great Cowboys knowledge. You are awesome, my brother. Thank you. Formula and me are down. Well, there you go. See, I'll have a couple of mods. Let me see. Is there a way I can do it from in the chat? Click. Nope. I don't see it here. I'll figure it out. I'll figure it out. Nashawn Wright. I'll tell you what, Nashawn Wright I thought was having a really nice camp until uh, today, boy, Noah Brown kind of gave it to him in the one-on-one -on -one stuff. One was an in-route, one was an out-route, and he fooled him on both, and he got a lot of separation. Before today, I would have said, I think... Your fourth corner is Nashawn Wright, and your fifth corner is Kelvin Joseph. Right now, I don't love it. If you're if you're missing a corner, I don't love the depth they have with either of those guys. Um, Deron Bland might be an option. Number 30. What's 26? Dang it, I moved over here and I didn't bring my roster. 26 keeps showing up and making some plays. Uh, but, yeah, I don't love the Jeff looks so done. Jeff is so done. Jeff is going home literally tomorrow. Tomorrow is a walkthrough. Uh, and then your boy is headed home. Vach and Skywalker can handle the Saturday practice. And that's the only, there's only one more practice before they uh, leave. So I'm ready to go home. Yeah, Noah did run nasty routes on both of those things. They were good. Nation Wright does look physically bigger, yes. Who's ahead, Bohana or Tristan? I believe that Tristan Hill is ahead currently. I didn't mean to click that. Are the kickers really that bad? Liram's been fine. He had one bad day. Outside of that, he's been pretty solid. Uh, Texas Tech man has had struggles every day, except I think he might have had one good day. But Garibay was 7 of 12 today. Liram was 10 of 11. 
and that's that. I'm thinking KJ is not taking anyone's spot anytime soon. I agree. Kelvin Joseph is not going to be taking anybody's spot anytime soon. There are clearly three top corners out here and then everybody else, and they're just going to have to sort out who are the backups, and they're all going to play special teams. But Diggs, Anthony Brown, Jordan Lewis, that's the dudes. That's the dudes. Tyron Brown, yes, thank you. Who? When does the team go back to Frisco? Well, they're going to go from here to here to Denver to LA or here to LA to Denver and then to they're, they're in a while, a couple weeks. They still got a couple more weeks before they get back there. What price you would risk for Tevin Jenkins if O-line doesn't work out? Yeah, if your right tackle was a train wreck, I might be interested in Tevin Jenkins, but anybody who is a high draft pick and is available a year after that, you have to be like, man, what the hell is going on? What in the world? How are your mentals, brother, from Formula? I appreciate you asking, and I appreciate you caring. I was supposed to go home Sunday. I'm going home tomorrow because I want to get back to where my medicine is because I made a medicine change, and the medicine change is not going well for your boy. So you wean off of the one that you tried, and you go back to where you were before, but that stuff is at home. So I need to get home, and I will. Eric, next time you're feeling depressed, just remember you're not an Eagles fan, at least. That is a fair point. That is a fair point. What's the wide receiver chatter? Chatter is they just got a bunch of young guys, and they're all intriguing. Like, I don't hate Simi. Uh, Simi's having a nice little camp. Noah Brown's been really good. Jalen Tolbert's coming along. They might really roll with what they got, but, I mean, Stephen Jones on the ticket made it sound like they absolutely will not roll with what they got and that even before James Washington hurt, they knew that they needed help at the position. I really don't think the James Washington injury changed that much for them because I don't think that they viewed him as being that good. So, whatever they felt before is what they feel now. It just matters, is there somebody out there uh, that's obtainable that they like to upgrade this room. I'll drive tonight and get your meds, Jeff. That is a long drive, brother. If you ever need to have a stream to talk, please do it. Don't ever think we only want to hear you speak football. I know that's true for some of you in here, but I think there's plenty of people in here that want to hear Cowboys football and don't want to hear me talk about mentals. What's funny is CD is the youngest of all the receivers on the roster. Now, I think he's second youngest. I think technically, I think it's Dennis Houston. Dang it. You know what? You're going to stare at my hotel room for about 10 seconds. I'm going to go grab my roster. Please hold. All right. Here I come. Here I come. How's that for real life? Just moving around here. Do you guys remember why I went to get my roster? What was I looking up? I went to get it for a reason. What was the reason? Youngest wide receiver. <laughs> Thank you. Because I think their birthdays are on here. Let me see. Um, ah, these don't have birthdays. These just have age. But I do believe that Dennis Houston is the youngest wide receiver. He's 23. CD is 23, but I think he is younger. 
Jeff, you have to remind us to like. I always listen while doing stuff and forget. Yeah, hit the like button if you don't mind. It's good for the algorithm. Uh, what else we got today? You said something about number 24, too. Uh, 24 is... Oh, that's Mukwamu. He's running second team safety along with Marquise Bell, and they love Marquise Bell. Dan Quinn actually wanted to draft him as a linebacker, and they were like, nah, we're not going to use a pick on him. And then they picked him up as a safety, as an undrafted free agent. And Dan Quinn's trying to figure out how to use him, which to me that sounds like he's your other, another version of J. Ron Curse, because Marquise Bell is, he's a big dude. When you look at him out there, like, that's a pretty big guy. Uh, and Quinn likes him as kind of a hybrid linebacker safety, but he's working at safety now, three weeks from now. Dan Quinn said he'll have a better idea what he's going to do with Sam Williams and what he's going to do with Marquise Bell. So that's nice. Jerry says that Damone Clark will be back sooner than people think. That is the LSU linebacker that they drafted that's coming off of a neck surgery, back surgery. The neck's connected to the back, so I just run the two together at all times. How is the center position looking? There does not seem to be a competition side. It Seems like that is Tyler Biotish's spot, and there ain't a competition. Now, maybe if somebody else like Farniok or one of the undrafted free agents is just out there kicking ass in preseason games, maybe they would view it as something that could be a competition. But I would say that so far, it is clearly Tyler Biotish, and that is just who it's going to be. What's it going to take to get a prolific corner next to Diggs? I'd really like that next year, whether Kelvin works or not. If you're going to get a guy that I don't know that the league thinks of as a kick-ass uh, opposite corner. He ain't here yet. I think it's somebody you're going to have to draft. Does Jeff answer questions on Twitch? Also, he does. I do when I see him. I see all the different things. We got real fake football tonight, ladies and gentlemen. It's going to be glorious, and I know we'll all be locked in too. And then we'll all be disappointed and start complaining about how this isn't real football because it's a bunch of backups. Do the benefits of waiting to go get a wide receiver outweigh going to get one now? You could do it either way. I can get down with what they're doing right now. I can get down with seeing, hey, look, we drafted Simi in the fifth round a year ago. Let's let him get some reps at wide receiver. Let's see if maybe he is a viable wide receiver. Um, undrafted guys who Dennis Houston is one that they just loved in OTAs and minicamps. And so it's like, all right, let's 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 see what he's got. Let's give him some snaps. See what he's got. Uh, so I get it. Especially if you have your contingency plans and those are like trade guys and it's not, those guys aren't going anywhere. I see, I can understand what they're doing. Differences you're seeing in Schultz this camp. None. I just think Schultz is, I think Schultz is just underrated. I know, like, with a franchise tag, it's hard to be underrated when you're making $11 million or whatever, but I do think that Dalton Schultz, like, every day out here he gets open and he catches the ball. Every day. Doesn't matter who they put on him. Every day. He'll find his way open on an in route. He'll find his way open on a stop route. He'll find his way open on an out route. He'll get up the seam. Dalton Schultz is a good player. How is Tolbert looking? I thought today was Jalen Tolbert's best day. One-on-one, 11-on-11 consistently showing up, consistently making plays, made a contested catch with Trayvon Diggs on his back going across the middle, made plays down the field and one-on-one. So uh, today I thought was a really, really good day. 
for Dalton Schultz, and I think he's a good player. Just can't feel more slow-paced this year or with less expectations. It's felt pretty long to me. Uh, yeah. You know what really stands out the more you get out here for these training camps is just how little time you have for a position battle. Like If there's a guy that's trying to win a job, the guy who already has that job has such a leg up because they're going to have, like, they can't do, what can they do, three days in a row in pads, and they can only do that twice in all of camp. And how often are you going to get 11-on-11 11 11 snaps with the second team? And if you do good enough to get up and get some with the first team, like, there's just not a ton of snaps to prove that you're better than somebody. Whoever comes into camp and they assume is better has such a leg up because there's just not a lot of time. I would like Mukwamu on the other side of Diggs. What do you think? Well, Mukwamu is a safety. Diggs is a corner. And Mukwamu, with his build, well, I think it would be tough to be a corner. He's like every bit of 6'5 and skinny. Is there an actual difference in Dak throwing in camp versus end of last season? Oh, yeah. Like some of his throws today. I think by the end of last season, there was um, – by the end of last season – I just think Dak had gotten to a point where he had the shoulder thing in camp. He's coming off of the shattered ankle. He pulls a calf in the same leg. And then when he comes back, I feel like the offensive line wasn't doing a great job protecting him. And I think all of that compiled to where it was just like he wasn't playing great football. He had the worst five-week stretch of his entire career at one point in the back half of the year. And seeing him today rolling right and throwing like while hopping, it really kind of looked like the one where he hurt himself before, where he's kind of coming up off of one leg and letting it rip on the run, and he hit Tolbert on a deep crosser, and he placed it perfectly. Dak looks good throwing the ball out here. Jeff, are you worried about the kickers? Yes. I'm worried that Bones Fossil is just going to keep his kicker no matter what, and his kicker isn't making field goals out here. Zeke is the only thing that kept Dak alive. Well, if you want to, if you want to have a blocker as your running back, just put McGovern back there. Me, I would rather put the best player I can back there. And if you don't think he's good enough at protection, then put him in a route. And if they're blitzing and bringing extra people, I'll just give it to him. Arthur, keep it up, man. I appreciate you being in the super chat. What three things have you seen in camp has you excited? Um. Gosh, the tough part is like my number. Okay, so number one for me is that they are trying really, really hard to make sure that CeeDee Lamb gets a ton of targets. He is going to move around so much pre-snap, and he's going to go what I call matchup hunting, and they're going to give him opportunities to have option routes where he's going to move around pre-snap. He's going to come off the ball, and he has the option based on which where the defender has leverage. This way, that way. Where do I want to go? They are going to try to get CeeDee Lamb a lot of targets and scheme it up. So that, that is how it goes. So I guess that would be number one. Number two thing I'm excited about, Micah Parsons would be a cop-out, wouldn't it? Tony Pollard looks incredible. I just, I really hope they get the ball to him enough. Tony Pollard needs over 200 touches this season. Gotta have it. Gotta have it. He's just so freaking explosive, and it's so obvious out here every day he breaks at least one big run with a cut and then an acceleration that you're just like, geez. So Tony Pollard, number two. 
Third thing I'm excited about. Tank Lawrence looks healthy and really good. Jaron Curse looks really good. Something between those. How many sacks for Dante plus Sam this year from Formula? So right now, Dante Fowler is kind of looking like a third down, like a pass rush guy. And Sam Williams is kind of looking the same way where the like first downs will be Dorrance Armstrong. And then if it's a pass rush situation, you start to see Fowler and Sam Williams, but that'll change as they crank it up and they'll start putting Sam Williams in different places. So if I had to guess, I will say Dante Fowler and Sam Williams. Give me. Dorrance is going to take a good number of snaps. Sam Williams will get to play some D tackle in NASCAR packages, I bet. How about 10 between the two of them? Six and four or five and five, something like that. Because Parsons is going to have double digits. Tank, I think, will have eight ish, eight or nine. And I can't go out here and project them to have like 60 sacks. So I'll say 10 between them, something like that. Are they working on penalty prevention? They are. They're trying their best. They're focused on it. I don't know. I really don't know what that means. Like, what do you do if somebody commits a penalty when you're focused on penalty prevention? Just tell them to get off the field. Kevontae Turpin looks really natural at punt return. Yes, he is going to be your punt returner for sure, and he looks good back there doing it for sure. Does Diggs look slower to you this year? Is he not focused? He had a bad day getting burned. Uh, without knowing more about the situation, I will say there are players that once they've kind of arrived – go to a different level of what they're doing in the off season. Cause it's like, I've arrived. I'll see you at camp. And some players keep going to the people they work with in the off seasons to keep getting better and better. So is it possible for player who has arrived to be kind of, what do they say? Smelling himself. I think it's possible. Diggs didn't have a great day today in the one-on-ones. He got beat deep twice. Um, but I mean, he had 11 interceptions last year. He held some really good receivers to really low numbers in man coverage. Trayvon Diggs is not something I'm worried about until further notice. If you start seeing some things that give you reason to worry about it, I'll worry about it. But for today, I ain't worried about it. Where is Hellman? I thought he was going to do these recaps with you. Hellman is too nice and agrees to do too many things. He stayed at the field to do a Cowboys.com podcast. So. No Tyler Smith pancakes today, Jeff. There might have been, but I didn't see one. I didn't see one. But Tyler Smith, I think he's going to be okay. I really do. I think he's going to be okay. I think you'll have growing pains, but I think the Cowboys might be right on this one, and the whole world might be wrong, that he might end up deserved being picked there because the combination of traits that he has in terms of his athleticism, his power, um, his length, He's got all the things you want in a kick-ass offensive lineman when he puts it all together. So hopefully they'll put it all together. Funny how the media cares about yards allowed when Diggs has all the inner teeth. Oh, I, I ain't worried about whatever stats. Um, I think it's fair to acknowledge that, Steph, that Trayvon Diggs 
makes a lot of big plays, plays an aggressive style of football, is susceptible to giving up plays because he plays an aggressive style of football. Uh, I don't want to get into like how many yards did I give up versus whatever. But yeah, both those things are true. Trayvon Diggs gives up plays. He's a really aggressive player. If it is going to be at the expense of me having the ball 11 times after they throw at you, give up as many yards as you want. If you're going to get 11, the real D-Lo, I need you to acknowledge my Prime sub on Twitch. I don't think Restream tells me when somebody subscribes on Twitch, but thank you, real D-Lo. You're a beast. I love you. I love you. Um... Is Connor McGovern still running with the first team? They're still rotating, but the way that you know that Tyler Smith is going to be the left guard is because Tyler Smith works at left guard on first team or left guard on second team. Connor McGovern works at left guard on first team or left guard on second team and at right guard on second team. Only one of them is working at a second position, and that's Connor McGovern because he's going to be the backup. That's that. I do also need to shout out my uh, camp sponsors who got me out here. Ben and Skin, the Ben and Skin Show on 97.1 The Eagle. I absolutely love those guys. They're some of my best friends in real life. I do a 4.15 p.m. call-in to talk Cowboys every uh, every weekday on 97.1 The Eagle. They're on from 2 to 5, and it's an incredible show. Also, if you got some bare space on your walls, maybe you want to put something above the bed, check out oneandonlyziggy.com. O-N-E and only Ziggy.com. That's my buddy Ziggy. He is an artist. He kicks ass. His stuff is affordable. Go get it. You get 11 interceptions as long as you don't give up 2K yards. It's fine. I wonder if I would be okay with 2,000 yards. That's a lot of yards. But you got me the ball 11 times. I don't know. We'll find out. Yeah, make sure you hit the like button for crying out loud. We need it. Tyler Smith seems to have the work ethic to put it all together eventually. I believe that too. Yeah, he's a hard work guy. Uh, he seems like a real down-to-earth, real dude uh, that has the work ethic. He works with Duke Mannyweather. And that's the thing about NFL stuff is if you're an NFL player and you want to develop into a better player than you already are, it's really hard to do if you only do it at work. Because there's just not time for guys to spend a ton of one-on-one time coaching up an individual player because you're just getting through the practice. Uh, you have to do off-season work. You have to have somebody that you work with in the off-season. And Tyler Smith did that with Duke Mannyweather, who's one of the best when it comes to working with offensive linemen. And that's what you have to do. If you don't hear about a guy uh, working with a coach in the off-season – then that guy is probably not going to develop much in the camp ahead because there's just not the time to bring people along like that. Delta P is a MF says, let's give our boy Jeff his flowers and start a, we love Jeff chain in the chant. (laughs) Thank you. Where are you going tonight? Is there another media party happening? No, I honestly am just trying to get through this day till I'm tired. Sleep. Go to tomorrow's walkthrough and then drive to LAX and get home to my bed and to my old medicine. I bet I could set better than anyone on your volleyball team. I'll take it. That's also part of the reason I want to get home is we play volleyball on Sundays and I don't want to miss it. Can you tell Jordan Lewis to unblock me on Twitter? I cannot. I mean, I could, but I just, that's a weird conversation to have, you know? Hey, Jordan, bad man on YouTube wanted me to tell you that Here's his handle. If you could go back to the apartment and 
or a hotel room, motel room. Look up MD Sean Baker and Ken Berry on YouTube. I will. I'll look them up. Ridgeway at fullback. Hell yeah. They get Connor McGovern back there sometimes. That's fun. How has Tyron Smith been? Heard he's had some bad practices. I would disagree with that. I think Tyron Smith looks great. Uh, he's had a couple of reps where somebody beats him, but Tyron looks like Tyron, man. Tyron's awesome. Tyron Smith and Zach Martin pretty much every day, you're going to say, yep, they were awesome. And that'd be the way it goes. Appreciate the content you're giving us from camp. You are welcome. Who do you think the five wide receivers will be week one? Uh, if I had to guess them right now, and there's a decent chance there's six if they play special teams. I would say your five wide receivers, CeeDee Lamb, Jalen Tolbert, Noah Brown, Kevontae Turpin, Simi? It's tough because, I mean... How long can you ignore the fact that Dennis Houston is literally running with the first team as the X? The CD Noah Tolbert. Kevontae Turpin, because he's going to be the returner. I think Simi will be one of them. And then either... Houston or Vasher. Maybe Dontario Drummond. He just started practicing, but he looks good out there. Then I guess I've been getting some bad info from a certain radio station. No, I'm sure you didn't. I mean, nobody's out there saying things they didn't see. You just It's just a matter of how often are you seeing what you're seeing, and is it a big thing or is it not a big thing? With uh, Tyron Smith, I haven't seen anything that's alarming. He looks exactly like he looks, and the way he looks is really, really good. Is this live? Yes, it is. I'm high on Drummond. I'm high on – no, I'm not high on Adderall. It doesn't make you high, does it? It brings me the opposite. It makes my brain be able to focus. Do we have too many DTs with a decent chance to make this team? Let's see. DTs with a chance to make this team. Tristan Hill. Carlos Watkins, John Ridgway, Neville Gallimore, Osa, Bohana would be six. I actually think it'll be tough for him to make this team. So, Chauncey Golston is listed as a D end on the roster, but he's playing D tackle. So, Osa and Gallimore are going to make it. I believe because he was a fifth-round pick, John Ridgway is going to make it. And then between Golston, Tristan Hill, and Carlos Watkins, you can keep one, maybe two. So, yeah, I think they probably have too many defensive tackles. Tristan Hill's been flashing out here. He's been making some plays. Uh, no need to rip Tyron because Armstrong had a good rep. Yeah, I mean, defensive ends are going to beat offensive tackles every once in a while. Tyron Smith is really, really, really good. I ain't worried about Tyron Smith in any way, shape, or form. Been able to hang out with Broadus out there, Jeff? Yeah, the first two nights out here did some rudder room. We did some rudder room action. We had a good time. 
Somebody else had it. Ridgeway over Bohana. Yes, because here's the way the Cowboys do things. If the Cowboys have a guy that they draft in the fifth or sixth round, that that year, that dude's going to make the team. That's the way they do it. They love their draft picks. That dude's going to make the team. The next year, that dude ain't necessarily going to make the team. But the guy that they just picked, Ridgeway, he is. So Bohana was going to make the team last year because they just drafted him in the sixth round. This year, they drafted Ridgeway in the fifth round. He's going to make the team. And the guy you drafted two years ago, they don't care no more. When they draft you, they care. A year later, they don't care. Who has surprised you most in camp? Um, in a negative way, I would say Kelvin Joseph. I really liked his college tape and thought, oh, you know what? You know who's had a really good camp, and I don't think I've even talked about it? Leighton Vanderesh has had a really good camp. He's looked really good. Uh, last year, I felt like he came into camp kind of even out of shape. But this year, he looks good physically. He's moving real well. He's looking good. This linebacker group is going to be really good. Jabril Cox didn't practice again today, even though he was supposed to. They've moved that back now to say he's going to practice on Saturday. I saw him out there working on the cords today, doing the rehab stuff. Jeff, would you change your diet if it helps improve your mental health? Yeah, sure. Am I the only one more excited about Nashawn than Joseph? I might be more excited than Na for Nashawn than Kelvin Joseph. Now, Kelvin Joseph is just so grabby. He just every single play, he's just grabbing. And then Nashawn in the one-on-one -on -one period showed the thing that I worry about with six foot four corners. Noah Brown got open by 10 yards on an in route and by five yards on an out route. Because if you can get a guy with that long of legs leaning the wrong way, he's dead in the water. And so I don't know. So I kind of I worry about the corners behind your top three. I would love to see. Um, out of the group here, Chiron Brown or Duran Bland. I'd love to see one of them make the team and hopefully make a push to be the fourth corner because I've got concerns about both Joseph and Nashawn Wright. So that's that. But I think the linebackers are looking really good. Parsons is incredible, obviously. Jabril Cox is looking good. Layton's looking great. They brought in Anthony Barr now which is going to push – this will be interesting how many linebackers they keep because that would push Luke Gifford to the fifth linebacker. But remember my draft rule? They're going to keep Devin Harper. Devin Harper out of Oklahoma State, number 50. He covered Tony Pollard in one-on-ones today on a bomb down the middle, and it was incomplete, and he was with him stride for stride. He was – give me 50. Yeah, he was a sixth-round pick. Cowboys ain't cutting a sixth-round pick. They could – they definitely won't cut a fifth-round pick, and I don't think they'll cut a sixth-round pick. Not the year of. They love their draft picks. Jeff, you always bring up Dalton. We'll get plenty of looks this year. Who's next down that line just in case? You mean in terms of tight ends? They'd probably like it to be Jake Ferguson, their rookie fourth-rounder. But out here in camp, if you had to say, hey, Jeff, who do you trust most at tight end that's not named Dalton Schultz? I would say Sean McEwen, number 84. Everybody else has had their moments. Ferguson's had some moments. 49, undrafted rookie Peyton Hendershot has his moments until they ask him to block. Uh, Sprinkle's out right now. Ian Bunting has his moments, but I think it's McEwen. 
But yeah, I think uh, Dalton Schultz will have over 100 targets this year for sure. You need CeeDee Lamb to have 150, 160 targets. I think Schultz will have 120 targets, and then we'll see. Ferguson and Sprinkle were not back at practice yet. Not today. Bland has grown on me, like what I'm hearing and seeing. Yeah, I just I also know that they love him. He is uh, one of the guys that they really, really, really like. And so when you're putting the cornerbacks who are going to make the team together, you can still put Nashawn Wright and Kelvin Joseph in there, I think, but keep a sixth one. And it's uh, Deron Bland. And you're going to keep C.J. Goodwin, but he's a special teamer. He doesn't even count as a corner. He lined up with the third-string safety at, on one play, and somebody was like, what's he doing out there? And I was like, they probably just ran out of bodies. He ain't playing defense. That dude's a special teamer. All right, anything else, humans? Anything else? Did I miss anything? Did we get this all knocked out and taken care of? You think Parsons will spend more time rushing the passer or linebacker from Chase? That's a good question. I think he's going to spend a lot of time rushing the passer. I think that's part, well... I just say that's part of what Anthony Barr helps you with, but McCarthy was talking about Anthony Barr as a line of scrimmage player. Like he'll be playing over the open edge of the formation, like where there's no tight end or anything, that he'll be a line of scrimmage guy that's kind of playing forward and rushing a bunch and covering a little bit. And he specified not often covering, but a lot of rushing. So I don't know how that frees up Micah to rush when you're talking about another rusher. Uh, but they want Micah attacking a lot. They just don't want teams to know where Micah's going to rush from every play, so they don't want to line him up at edge all that often. But he's going to rush the passer a bunch. What about Bell? Bell's going to make the team, but he's a safety, not a corner. Marquise Bell is going to make the team. Uh, Dan Quinn loves him. Dan Quinn was talking about him today as a guy that, like, hey, check in with me in three weeks because we'll see. But I want... Like I, I wanted him to, I wanted to draft him to play linebacker. They didn't draft him. They brought him in as a safety, but I'll figure it out. Which that sounds like J. Ron Curse to me. Where it's like, is he a safety? Is he a linebacker? I don't know. But if he's a linebacker, boy, he can sure cover for a linebacker. Uh, you know, and if he's a safety, boy, he can sure hit for a safety. It'll be something like that. Did well, let's go have surgery or day to day or what? They still haven't determined if he's going to have surgery, but it sure seems like they're headed that direction where with well, let's go, they're either going to determine that he can have surgery or they're going to determine that he is going to be in pain and fight his ass off throughout the season and then have surgery afterwards. But it's starting to look like he's going to have to have that. How is Josh Ball improving or a bust? Up and down, I wouldn't feel great putting Josh Ball in an NFL game right now. Um, hadn't been awful, but I wouldn't feel great if you told me that Tyron was going to miss a few games and Josh Ball was playing left tackle. I would be worried about that. You and Jesse tomorrow, that is correct. Jesse, Holly, and I will be doing our show tomorrow morning unless something's changed, but I, I hadn't talked to him today, but I would assume we will be doing our show tomorrow morning somewhere around 10 o'clock a.m. Central Time, give or take. How are our D tackles looking against the run in camp? Are they more physical this season? D tackles look pretty good. They've looked pretty good. It's weird to say that they've looked pretty good and the offensive line has looked pretty good, but it has. It's kind of been back and forth. 
They haven't busted a lot of big runs when they're in team, when they're in 11 on 11. They have busted some. So there's been some really good blocking. There's been some defensive tackles kind of mucking it up in there. Tom Brady losing sleep week one. We shall see. What's a good player comp for Dennis Houston? I got nothing. I mean, he is. Let me get his height and weight. 6'1", 198. So at that listing, he's basically one inch shorter than CD and about the same weight. Like he's a smooth player. I wouldn't call him overly fast or overly quick. Um, he's just decent. Like there's nothing you're not going to, there's not a glaring weakness that I've seen so far. He'll catch the ball when he's got the opportunity. It's not like his catch radius is huge. It's not like he can throw DBs off of him. It's not like he's out running people. He's just out there kind of doing the job. And I don't think I would want him as a starting NFL receiver as a rookie. Uh, if he makes the team, great. And let's see where he can go. Something for the piggy bank, since I'm always slacking on the memberships. <laughs> Salute. Appreciate what you're doing. <laughs> Thank you, Rue Glock. Appreciate you. Thanks for the yellow dog, Carlos. <laughs> oh, you're the best. See, like Michael Gallup, though, I can tell you one of the things he's good at. Like, I think he can out-physical corn run down the field. If the ball's in the air, he's going to give him a little nudge. He's going to work his way to it. He's going to out-physical somebody for the ball. Dennis Houston, I haven't really seen that. Uh, you're the best, Jeff. Keep that mental health in check, brother. Prayers up for you. I think it's going to be okay. Like, I do know of a thing that I have to work on in therapy that we've been doing for the last three or four weeks, and maybe that's just sitting at the surface constantly because it's what I'm working on. But it coincided at the same time as a medicine change. So I'm going to change that back to see if that helps. And then we'll keep going to the therapy and we'll, we'll get her done. We will get her done. Holy crap. We've been going for 54 minutes. All right, guys, I'm going to get out of here. That's a practice recap for you. Thank you guys so much for being here. I appreciate it. Thank you for enjoying camp. Um, Thank you for being here for the content. Is Isaac Alarcon still on the team? He's still out here. I don't believe he'll make the 53, but he has the exemption, so I believe he'll still be around. He's out here and he's working. All right, peace out, homies. I believe I'll talk to you tomorrow morning with Jesse Holly, and then I may do one more thing after the walkthrough tomorrow, maybe before I head to the airport. We shall see. Remember, you have no idea what anyone is going through, so be cool to everyone. I love you. Bye.